0: This is Yinka Dev. Peace. This is Outlaw.
1: And you listen to the 80s Babies podcast.
0: And we are back. In case you've been wondering where we've been, <laughs> Yinka moved to Chicago, and Ooh, yeah. we've had a lot going on. I had to get my own recording set up and we had to mm. fix the whole situation so we we've taken a long break and i've been very incredibly busy in that time so likewise yeah Yink has been busy as well but uh, we're coming back to you and our first episode that we're gonna bring back is the make it a classic yeah. and for this week's episode we have the debut lp from Mr. Marshall Mathers, M M&M, M, M&M. Slim Shady LP, yep. released February twenty third, nineteen ninety nine. That sounds right. That sounds right. Uh, so we're gonna do a make it a classic for this, and this is gonna be another one of those difficult ones for me. But why don't you just talk a little bit about Dumb. about why you, you you wanted to select this album for us to, uh, Did I to try to make one? a classic?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't even know why. I, I I think I know why. I think I know why because I was looking on the calendar. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't want our audience to think anything negatively of me here, but, you know, (laughs) this is our first time trying to record, you know, remotely. We're not in the same location, et cetera. So I didn't want to choose something, like, amazing, like, black on both sides that I want to gush about. Like, I wanted to choose something that, like... In case this all goes to shit and we, we're not even able to use this episode, <laughs> I'm gonna be okay with it. This is a, a test run, if you will. This yeah, is a trial recording It's kind of session. a trial run.
0: That's good. So we picked a garbage album to do it. <laughs>
1: I looked on the on the schedule. I saw Eminem. I was like, we could do Eminem. Um, this is an artist that means a lot to a lot of people. Um, an artist who we've we've spoken about in in past. And a lot of the criticism that myself and others have had about Eminem is, you know, to say that he doesn't have a classic album. I would say that the closest thing to a classic album that he has is the Marshall Mathers LP, his second album. I would agree. But I would say this is probably the second closest thing to it. This is what gave the
0: world Eminem. There were aspects of the Eminem show that I did enjoy. Yeah. And he did have some bangers on the um, the 8 Mile joint. Or at least oh, with the movie. Oh, hell yeah.
1: No, if that, yeah. if you count the 8 Mile in his catalog, that's the closest yeah. thing to a classic that he has, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you know, that's kind of the why. I'll go to the Where Were You. Um, yeah. I had just moved to Virginia from California. Yeah, I was one of the few people who was familiar with Eminem actually funny story there was a kid that uh you know i actually used to rhyme with my boy who i told you rhymes like breeze um but uh there was this kid and he was the first person to quote unquote discover eminem right so he found out about eminem before all the rest of us and i'll never forget him coming to school and being like yo the illest rapper alive is a white guy from detroit or something and us all just dying laughing like yo shut up like who are you like, cause you know at the time like there was like very few white rappers that were actually taken seriously so for yeah. him to say that this guy was was the illest it was like nah there's no way right. but this dude memorized all of Eminem's freestyles in the early days and he would come okay. to school we'd be on the schoolyard we'd be ciphering. Freestyle and whatever and he would be kicking these Eminem verses. But we didn't know who Eminem yeah. was at the time. Yeah. So everybody just thought that this guy just glowed up and was the illest. Like, because every time we freestyle, he kicked some verse and it would be something crazy. Now after a while I started to notice that he was, you know, he was kicking the same the same bars, you know, in different places, yeah. but I never really called him out about it. And then Eminem explodes on the scene. <laughs> <laughs> and and we all find out that like literally like He's every all the wake up show freestyles all the everything freestyles he he was taking all of them so that's that's how I was introduced to Eminem but I okay. will never forget the first time hearing my name is yeah in a school you know it was Oakton High School so you know a school okay that's, so you
0: were right around my way yeah so a school
1: that's very mixed in terms of you know the populace a lot of white kids yeah. some Asian kids some black kids whatever. And that, just the way that joint resonated across, you know, was something just very different from what I was used to. Okay.
0: So uh, so where were you? Yeah, I was in Northern Virginia. I want to say that it was my sophomore year. It was the spring of my sophomore year. It had to be 99. Yeah, spring of my sophomore year. And I remember I was in my basement and I was watching either BET or MTV. and when they were doing, like, the initial promo for it, like, they were really blowing up this Eminem. And I remember he was doing an interview where he's like, it's not East Coast, it's not West Coast, but it's something in between, which is like, oh, that's insightful, thanks. (laughs) That really helped me out, right? But then they they put on the song, and at first, you know, I didn't didn't really fuck with it. I was like, this sounds, like, corny. Really gimmicky, yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, I mean, the beat is whatever like i right. like the beat now uh-huh. especially when i understand like the, the, the sample I, I think it's the labby yeah. Chaffery, whatever the fuck it, however pronounces pronounce his name yeah that sample is, is is crazy right and the, the whole song like there's a bunch of sample that whole song has like a lot of sample material in mm-hmm. it right mm-hmm. so I, I appreciate it now but i think at the time like i just thought it was kind of corny and then, you know, that, the album comes out, and I think it was Koi who actually had me listen to it. Okay. And there were a few songs that I was liking, mm-hmm. um, but, like, I wasn't really feeling it all that much. But then, like, I went to Lake Braddock, mm-hmm. and Lake Braddock had a lot of kids from various backgrounds, mm-hmm. various backgrounds that were not black. So everything else, so like whether you're like Cambodian Uh or Pakistani or South American Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever, white, whatever, like they were loving Eminem because here was this white dude who was, you know, he had bars and he was saying all this shit. So they were loving it. So I kind of had to get into the Eminem thing that way, but I, I never bought one of his albums and, you know, I liked Eminem. I, I thought he was dope, especially when he was on that. Sway and Tech, uh, yeah. this place is my house. I might as well erase my face from White, White House. Because y'all is not see, see me see like eyebrows. Like
2: Climbed out of a nice house. Through the front window and heard this guys shout. Hey, wow. a nine out during the Ryan bout. While I'm ripping the shit, put a clip in the spit. Five rounds, i murder you hoes worse than a convertible. Flipping vertical, nose first with the top off. Landing upside down, you tied down in duct tape. So the
0: tech. dude obviously was nice, but um, it's been 20 years since I listened to the album, mm-hmm. and I, listening to it again, I could only listen to it one and a half times. Mm-hmm. And I understand why it's been so long for me to listen to it, but even yeah. better now than before. Oh, wow. Well, because I think before when I was young, I didn't mm-hmm. realize just how... I don't want to say inappropriate, but just Mm. how bad some of the things he was saying were. Like, it's cheap. There's a lot of cheap thrills and cheap tricks that it's so over the top that like, oh, it's clever. And it's just Mm. like, no, it's cheap. It's shallow. It's baseless. And you have nothing else to fucking talk about, and that's why you're talking about this. We'll get there though. We'll get there. yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we're gonna get there now. Let's get yeah. into the well, Critical reception. well
1: let me let me uh, also you know piggyback on uh, so my the where were you for me were listening to the album as somebody who was kind of you know new to rapping but was taking it very seriously. I was you know I was, I was battling a lot. I was you know, so this this artist kind of hit me you know, right where I needed to be at the time. And I think a lot of people probably felt that way who who also rhymed. Eminem was like kind of the perfect balance of like he had the shock value and the, you know, mm-hmm. the the white pop culture references that made anybody who was a casual observer interested in him. But then yeah. he also had bars, right? Like he could spit yeah, with the best of them. Bars. And he yeah. had the 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 hip hop credos that like we you know we as people who were like oh yeah i like super lyrical hip-hop I, I wear a backpack there was stuff that we could respect in what he was doing as well
0: and he respected the game as well yeah which is a important. lot
1: and had the respect of everybody
0: yeah he was doing gimmicky music but i think a lot of that was out of necessity but he definitely had respect right. for hip-hop and his predecessors so yeah you know, can't take anything away from that
1: so i remember hearing the album and like pretty much mixtaping it in a day that you didn't really do that because there was just so much on here that wasn't for me the skits were just corny even back then to me yep the idea of oh yeah i killed your mom and i'm riding with you and i her body's in the trunk like that didn't resonate with me nope i'm drugging girls with with mushrooms and oh my god listen to my story didn't resonate it's my fault yeah like you know the, the he has a song at the beginning he says this is my dance song i'm like If this is your dance song, I understand why you are not the person I want to go to the party with. Um, You know, so a lot of this, I think, really resonated with white middle America in a way that hip hop had never. And so I understood why it was doing what it was doing. But for me, bad meets evil. Still don't give a fuck as the world. There was a few records that like resonated with me. And then the rest of this, I pretty much didn't even listen to anymore.
0: Like even back then. Okay. Yeah, so uh, critical reception. I mean, for me, I was like, whatever. I had some friends who really, really liked it. Yeah. Like I said, Lake Braddock. You know, all those white, <laughs> black, uh, white Asian, whatever. Like they loved this shit. Right. So they loved it, but my peers. They weren't really fucking with Eminem. They had respect for him, really. but they weren't really fucking with him. That's wow. not what we were playing. They were still on the, uh, you know, No Limit Cash Money, uh, okay. taking over for the 9-9 and the 2,000. Like, that's what they were on. <laughs> yeah, You know, they that's were still just... on, you know, DMX and, um yeah. and you know, some Jay-Z, some, not, like, Man, Nas yeah. was about to come out. So that's what they were listening to. But yeah. everybody else was on the Eminem shit. I remember when the second one dropped, that Marshall Mathers LP. Yeah, that was even bigger. I'm at
1: Oakton, and I remember all the homies cutting class. To go to Tower Records to go get it the day it came out. Like yeah. so I mean Eminem was was I mean when he came oh, out he was it was big. meteoric. Uh especially in that in that environment. I just remember all the like white kids, like the white like lacrosse players and stuff like that, they would just be bumping this album. Like they loved every yeah. every bit of it. That was um, their man. I'm looking at the critical reception on the Wikipedia page. Pretty much everything, I mean, these are like stellar marks. Like all music gave it five stars. Chicago sometimes four. now
0: Entertainment Weekly gave it a C What did our boy uh Rob uh Christigal? Was, I think he's entertainment <laughs> weekly.
1: Isn't he? G- oh, well yeah, then he he got it right on his C plus. <laughs> 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 uh, we
0: have right. to throw out that name because like we always just we like I don't even know who he is, but we always just see him like for we, whatever reason. Know, Wikipedia yeah. has throws him his name out there like no one else so anyway he I, I guess was he was like a really
1: big um like i guess hip-hop critic in the 90s but yeah anyway this album obviously sold a shit ton of copies really just you know bridged the gap i think this was the beginning of the gentrification of hip-hop in my opinion hip-hop was already selling a lot of copies right like like death row was selling like 10 million copies of album like they were they were Mm -hmm. doing numbers to me it wasn't necessarily right it wasn't necessarily about the that hip-hop needed those numbers so much as it wasn't accessible so Mm hip-hop music was like this window into this world that like white people just could not relate to and it was like oh my god like they're gangsters they they shoot people they sell drugs this is crazy then eminem comes out and he makes it relatable You know, he's got the cred, he's good at it, and he's making music about doing drugs and, you know, your mom being addicted to drugs and, you know, very self-deprecating white middle America in a way that was accessible where there was that that wasn't accessible at all to a lot of people. And I think that's what just made this like wildly successful. I don't know if you have thoughts on that.
0: No, I think there's truth to that. I mean, I think for one, they got to see someone, you know, look like them who was killing it. And, you know, Mm -hmm. because, you know, make no mistake, I mean, he's in my first tier. Like, he's Mm -hmm. one of the dopest MCs ever. Right, right. He definitely is. And so, you know, for them, it's finally like, hey, like, you know, we got one. And then I think that even though. I Think a lot of what he talks about is cheap. Mm-hmm. The angst that a lot of them have for their parents mm-hmm. is real, yeah. And the idea of being bullied mm-hmm. or bullying in general that's true. Even if you were the bully, I think that that was something that resonated with a lot yeah. of them. And yeah. so he had clever bars and it was funny, like he could put all these nice rhymes together. So you yeah. know, they took to it. Um, yeah. I understand why he was popular. I understand that even for the like for like 20 years, mm. Eminem was consistently voted as like the best rapper of all time. Even though he's not, I don't care what the voting says, he's <laughs> right. not. But he was consistently right. voted as like the greatest ever. Um and across right. a lot of different, you know, voting platforms. Yeah. And I get it. It's just I, mean, that I think, that's, I think that's his music. But... Yeah, sure. <laughs> but I think his music by and large is dog shit. And this album <laughs> is a very good example of that yeah yeah
1: let's just go into let's just go on to the low lights uh because because <laughs> i think lights? we're gonna spend some time here uh, well let's do the highlights first then okay we can do that so i'll give mine um go ahead i like the idea of guilty conscience uh, i really like yeah the concept. i like it too i like them going back and forth you know the beat is good cool. too dr yeah. Trey is yeah. a good beat on that. right that's dope um let's see rock bottom
0: that's not bad
1: just yeah. Don't Give a Fuck at the time I, I, I loved it it was probably like my favorite on here but, um, besides Bad Meets Evil Bad Meets Evil Still Don't Give a Fuck actually this whole this whole run at the end I can rock with you, I'm Shady is took, it's
0: decent as well I like i yeah, Shady if you
1: took Soap out give me Rock Bottom and run it all the way to Still Don't Give a Fuck and I like this album
0: So for me, I feel the same way you do about Guilty Conscience. It's not a bad concept. Um, Even brain damage, I can can even still tolerate it now. I can tolerate it now. For me, though, at the end, I'm not a big fan of Rock Bottom, but I understand there is actual substance there. Right. Yeah and like I mean That is like a
1: legit Real feeling Yeah it is And I think for an album That's so slapsticky And so all over the place It's one of the few moments That's just like Relatable to everybody You know what I mean Like yeah. when you hit that point in, in your life Where you feel like You've hit rock bottom But uh, I respect it
0: I had to make the distinction Between Something being Cool And it being a highlight for me And it's not a highlight for me I, I'm i shady is actually I, th- I think it's legit um, Yeah and the still still don't give a fuck is cool as well. Bad meets evil. That turns hard. Bad meets evil. I, that, it's fine. You know. There's I mean, bars I, on there. There's bars. Like the bar on, on there? It's bars. But like, whatever. Like, this is an album. Like, I need good music too. So I, you know, it's it's okay. But I mean, that's that's pretty much. The only other thing that I think actually is a highlight is for as much as I don't really like the subject matter on this album. It is a clear break from the other things that are available in hip hop at the time. And and I'm not saying that everything in hip hop sounds the same. I'm, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying, though, is that, you know, like cash money is definitely cash money. No Limit is definitely right. No Limit. Eminem is definitely Eminem. Like Eminem is not borrowing something from someone else and going in their lane. Like this is very much a, a unique lane. So that's cool. So you're providing something different. I always like it when artists do their own thing. He's doing his own thing on here. That, to me, is a highlight. Even right. though I don't like the thing he's doing, I can respect someone who, who, who's originalized. It's one of the reasons why I love 3-6 Mafia so much. You know, mm-hmm. like, they were the first to really do what they were doing, and now everything that we've listened to for the past 10 years sounds like 3-6. And I'm okay that's- with them for doing that yeah. anyway. Yeah. So those are my highlights. That's right. pretty much it i'm with you uh so we want to go to the low lights (sighs) all right let's just do you want to start with the worst highlight first the worst low light that's what i mean the worst low light first sure that obviously this 97 97 bonnie Bonnie and clyde Clyde is fucking awful it is awful It's not even good musically. It's not. Whoever co-signed this and said, yes, this is an acceptable record to put on the air. I remember I was uncomfortable with this song at the time. Yeah, me too. This is awful. This is terrible. Terrible, 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 terrible. This is what created Eminem. It's not funny. It's not clever. It's not even satirical. Like there is nothing, nothing positive. There is no excuse to write this song. It is absolutely one of the worst songs I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) It is terrible.
1: Yeah, it is I mean, bad, even, bad, bad,
0: bad, bad. Even the the chorus is not good,
1: right? Like it's just it's not a, even a good piece of music. Um, I think though that Eminem really he really took the whole, you know, NWA. We talk about NWA a lot and how they were like shock value rappers. Um, sure. And, and he flipped it on its head to like, you know, I'm gonna have murder, I'm gonna have rape, I'm gonna have all these shocking themes in my music, and that's how I'm gonna sell. And it worked for him, uh, but yeah. Now nah, that song is terrible. Who likes this song?
0: That's what I fucking want to know. The, I want to know kid. who likes them, this
1: song. Them white lacrosse, lacrosse and field hockey <laughs> kids. They they used to sing this shit word for word, man.
0: Why, I don't why? Know. It was this shocking is awful. to
1: them. They, they they thought they thought it was
0: cool. I don't know. All right, we don't need <laughs> to talk about this song me, anymore, right? We've we've gotten it out the way. We don't need to talk yeah. about the song anymore. It's yeah. bad. There's it's nothing. Bad. There's nothing redeemable about this song at all. If and you remember, shit. Eminem was
1: also in the in the press a lot at the time because it was like he got to see Dolores Tucker treatment. Right, it was like he's making songs about killing his girlfriend. He's making songs about his 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 mom. How he hates his mom. Then his mom mm. sued him. Remember, like so he had like yeah. all this litigation going on and stuff like that. So yeah, this is part of what made the celebrity of
0: of M. I'll say mm. all the skits are a low light. They are definitely a low light. Bitch is kind of funny, only in the sense that that was an actual voicemail. Uh, yeah, the, the, the he,
1: Ken, he, That's a Ken Kniff or who? No, who Bitch. The, bitch happened? is the one
0: where this, this woman was, she's, she called someone and left the voicemail saying that she had listened to his album. And she's the one who said, like, oh, it's shit, it's terrible, this, that, and the other. And he paid her for that voicemail to put it on the album.
1: Oh yeah, so I, I think that, that was actually
0: a legit voicemail.
1: So I liked the public service announcement. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I liked how he kind of used that throughout you you know his later albums as well. Yeah, uh, but that's really the only skit that
0: I really liked on her. Yeah. So guilty conscience, um, it is a good concept. I'm a little embarrassed that I knew that it was wrong at the time when he was talking about in that second mm-hmm. verse. I knew that that was wrong but i'm embarrassed that i didn't take as much issue with it at the time as i do now i mean i I think you know listening to this
1: entire album with adult ears (laughs) yeah i cringed all the way through the album you know and not even some like tongue-in-cheek shit, just some like like this is barely listenable shit
0: you know what i mean in defense to eminem how old was he when this album when he put this album out
1: Late teens, early twenties, probably twenty three or something like
0: that. I I was saying some reckless shit also at that age. And they had nothing. At twenty three? Not at twenty three. At uh well you said late teens, so that'd be like nineteen. Yeah, yeah. Let me
1: I'm about to look him up right now. Uh nineteen seventy two. So he was in his
0: twenties. Like 1972 is when he was born. So October 17th, oh, really? 1972. Yeah. Oh, you've got. He was a fun. I thought, ass man, dog. dude. You've got no excuse. I'm sorry. At 25 years old, you need to know that that shit's not fucking cool. I mean, look, maybe some of this stuff was more acceptable in the 90s, maybe, but that's not even like the. Actually, I don't even say it. like, it's just bad. Yeah. it's just it's just it's
1: just bad even you know my name is i mean there's some pretty problematic yeah. shit in there too
0: like yeah um and that's your single you know the thing that really bothers me is that like the music on here isn't even all that great like all right agreed. as the world turns is actually a, a palatable song right like if you ignore the lyrics and you just listen to the flow and like the the chorus is like oh it's cool mm-hmm. and then he's got this crazy crazy verse where it sounds like these two people are competing to fuck and kill each other at the same time. <laughs> you know, it's just off the wall, batshit crazy. It's like, dude, yeah. you know what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, yeah. You you know, come on, everybody. My fault is. Oh, it's the worst. I think my
1: fault is the yeah. might be the worst rap song by somebody who can actually rap that I've ever heard. It's like cannabis yeah. levels of bad.
0: If I had is actually yeah. There's I can understand why someone w- would relate to if I had. It, isn't that the joint though Where
1: he's like I'm tired of this I'm tired of that I'm tired of this yeah. It gets old really fast bro.
0: It do, Oh it does get old It's not a good song yeah. <laughs> Like that's the thing That's the thing that bothers me yeah. Is that This music Just the music isn't good Right It's It's shit and I, and I don't necessarily want to Take anything away from You know the bass brothers Because they're all over this album mm. I think at the time we were kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, it's Dr. Dre. But Dr. Dre is really only on, you know, a couple tracks. He's on Role Model, which, you know, that beat for Role Model was dope. Yeah. That's that's a hot beat. Yeah. Um, that was actually something that Carlos and I used to used to rap to. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot. Yeah, that was one of the instrumentals that we had. And we would just like kind of throw that on. Like yeah. that Role Model beat is dope. So, yeah. you know, he's only on My Name Is, Guilty Conscience, and, uh, and Role Model. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the Bass Brothers, um, I'm not sure if they did anything else after this. I'm not sure how much you know how much more they work with uh, with Eminem. I'm not looking at the rest of his catalog here. Yeah. But um, the music on here is not good. Yeah. You know, and that's just largely throughout.
1: Apparently, they I think they worked on the D12 album, Devil's Night.
0: Oh, uh, did they? I was never uh, a f- fan of D12. I like the the Purple Pills because that beat is uh, crazy. <laughs> the, the, the beat and the hook to Purple Pills, it, uh, at least the melody of it, are good. I think Eminem did that. Uh, yeah, I think they did. Too. Too. It's yeah, he did.
1: He's not a very good producer, but
0: he's got some bangers though. He's, he's got, got a of, beat that like um, three. He's got the Lloyd Banks joint that he did, the uh, On Fire or whatever. Did he do that one? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I think that was Eminem. Uh, okay. What else did he do? The, that that Purple Pills beat that he had was dope. Uh, and he got a few. Yeah, he's got he's got a few. Nah, he did, all right. He's not the worst, but he's not a very good one. But he's not the worst one either. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's I, down there.
1: <laughs> I'm not so a fan I, of Eminem
0: as a producer at all. I listened to part of uh, The Infinite, which is I think is actual. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm yeah. calling Slim Shady LP his debut album. It's not. Infinite, he has a Slim Shady yeah. EP, but I think yep. he has The Infinite that came out beforehand. Yep. And the only song I listened to it, on it was The Infinite. And it's definitely kind of got this like almost like nas ilmatic kind of yeah it's like it's like backpacker and headphones hip-hop Yep, and this is definitely a a stark contrast to that and i guess i can't even be too critical of him in the sense that i'm not sure what other persona eminem could have put forth that would have been marketable i mean i think this is kind of like the only thing the -the over-the-top troll who hates his baby moms and hates his mother like it's relatable yeah so i guess he kind of had to do this and if you're going to if you're going to do it do it 100% and he did it 150% with yes. how over the top he, he is on this.
1: Can you make this a classic?
0: No, I cannot make <laughs> yeah. this a classic. I cannot. You have any ideas? I think that in order for him to make this a classic, um, from for one I think it would have been better to have some more features on here. Mm. Just to kind of break it up, you okay. know, cuz you need some kind of length to the album. It's 59 minutes. That's that's about right. So maybe you can shrink this down to 50, 50 minutes and then you know, have some other featured artists on here. Mm. Less Bass Brothers. They've mm. got some tolerable, they got some beats that are okay, but I think some a little bit more diversity in the beats might have been okay, maybe. Mm. So maybe some more Dr. Dre. Mm. I think that you could have had some of his angst while also making it serious, right? So, you know, the mm. rock bottom there is a serious tone to it that works mm-hmm. and I think that you can have some of the trolling stuff like in the grand scheme of things like Brain Damage is, a, is an acceptable song i keep it yeah yeah I would keep it too because it's it's not totally offensive Yeah, actually And it is kind of like The little This little alien Eminem caricature But it's like It's it's It's, okay It's
1: like You know He he talks a lot about How he was influenced By Redman And this is like This is like Redman in white Middle America Right Like he's being bullied You know His brain falls out Of his skull He puts it back in I mean you know It's super cartoonish But like It really works You know
0: I think for me And I'm just gonna This is a quick little Try to make it a classic Mm -hmm. I'll keep My name is Whatever I'll keep Guilty Conscious do something else for that second verse right. or or maybe maybe switch it right so maybe have it so that the first guy robs the grocery store mm-hmm. the second guy decides not to rape the chick because he's fully conscious in that moment uh, right i would have taken
1: the the whole rape out that's fine and so. the reason is because like this this is supposed to be like a cartoonish like silly slapsticky yeah. type of song and then it's like you have rape in it like that's not funny like yeah. there's no way to make it yeah, no that funny. you're right you're right yeah. you're right yeah. so
0: Take that out. Replace it with something else. Yeah. If I had, not terrible. Uh, it's a little too monotonous. Mm. Obviously, we're getting rid of '97 Bonnie and Clyde. The B for role model is dope, so I can keep role model. Um, mm. it's fine. My fault. We're getting rid of. Come on, everybody. We're getting rid of. I think Rock Bottom is okay. Mm-hmm. I just don't give a fuck, and still don't give a fuck. Are probably appropriate tunes to keep. Yeah. Um, as the world turns. I don't know. You like it more than I do. I I do like "I'm Shady." Uh, As the world turns, I think the 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 beat and the melody is fine, but Mm. I just the lyrics. I think are again they're a little just too cartoonish for me. Um, "Bad Meets Evil" is fine. "I'm Shady" is one that I that I do like. Mm. I would have gone more for a serious angle, you know, Mm. because he has it on the Marshall Mathers LP. Right. um, He's got some more serious tunes. It's a darker.
1: It's a darker album which which is it's funny to say because this shit is pretty dark
0: <laughs> yeah but it's oh, man <laughs> i had trouble getting to this when when, yeah. when we said that we were going to do this and i sat down to listen to it i got to come on everybody or rather no i got through come on everybody and i got to rock bottom and i was like all right i need a break and i had to take a t- full 24 hours to rest from this album <laughs> and then start again and then when I will give it a second listen, I, I could only like skip through the tracks. Yeah. Like it was so bad. That's the other thing that I think really bothers me. And one of the reasons why it's difficult for me to make this a classic is because, look, Eminem sounds dope as hell on his freestyles and like on his featured appearances, fine. But one of the reasons why I think it's difficult to make it a classic is because an entire album of listening to Eminem is really exhausting. And I mentioned this when we were talking about, you know, Kamikaze. Or, no, Revival, and why I chose not to listen to Kamikaze. Because I was mentally drained listening to Revival. Mm. And now I'm starting to think that I think it's just something about Eminem. Mm. It's something about his his voice, his flow, and just how much I had to listen to it. Yeah. I get a headache after a while. And that's why I think, you know, he could have gone with some featured appearances. You like Redman? Try to get Redman on here. Mm. You know, fuck it. Yeah. Uh, you could have had a great collab. He probably would have sounded dope with a, with, with a Busta Rhymes feature. You know what I mean? You could have made something work. So... Something else to break up the monotony of Eminem because it's just, it's tough getting through this. And I know that some people, what I'm going to say is going to sound like ridiculous to some people because they absolutely love him. You know what? You had different tastes than I do. Mm-hmm. I can't listen to this shit. I think it's garbage. And you guys like this? Fine. Fucking like this. That's that's great. I don't. I think it's shit. And um, yeah. That, that, that's all that's pretty much all i have to say but if you can make it a classic i'd love to hear you you know give it a 10
1: uh yeah so as it stands I, I think it's impossible to make it a classic um all right so I you think, and i are in agreement there i think that the, i think that end run is 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 fairly solid um i agree yeah. with pretty much the ones that you said that you would keep i'm, I'm pretty much on the same page my i guess curveball is i would make this a an Eminem and Royce the Five Nine album. Um, they had a group called Bad Meets <sighs> Evil. They made an EP, That kind of never really came out. But I had it. It was like a little um, with a couple of other joints. There was a song called Nothing to Do. Uh, Scary Movie was on it, which I think Scary Movie should have been on oh, this. Oh, I remember oh, that
0: one. Yeah, I think yeah, that should have been
1: on this. One. I think what you what you said about Eminem and the monotony of his his voice and just uh, him and Royce kind of playing off of each other would have been a lot more interesting. And I think like, like imagine like a guilty conscience type of thing or like, you know, something that where you get to see, you know, kind of white middle America Detroit and black yeah. Detroit juxtaposed against each other. Um, and I, I, I think they could have done something like that and made it interesting.
0: You, you know what? I'm going to take a little bit of what you said and I'm going to go and uh, I'm going to expand on that. So. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if a collab album works just from a a marketing standpoint. Like it's something that they would definitely would not have done. But I think that you could have had him featured on At least five tracks, so maybe this is still an Eminem album, but you have some more Royce to Five Nine,
1: like like some only built for Cuban Link shit. You know what I mean? Exactly. Where like he's heavily featured. I think you know. Okay, so we we we've gotten kind of to understand what Detroit is like in in brain damage and in you know a few of these other records that tell us what Eminem's kind of upbringing was. But then like okay, your friend Royce to Five Nine, he's from Seven Mile. He's he's from like where the black people live, right? Like. Let's get like a, a track where we kind of understand like how you guys even know each other. And yeah. then, you know, we kind of take it in his direction as well. And then and then, you know, bring it all back together. I think that would have been interesting.
0: I think another cool thing to do is if we're if we're going along this same angle that we're talking about, mm-hmm. replacing all of these skits with like his random freestyles yeah that would be you know dope. like like snippets of like snippets yeah you know hot 16s uh, uh eight bars here and there that are dope like
1: or even like on eight mile the movie um he's sitting in the that beat up car with the guy yeah. who's supposed to be proof future or whatever yeah. his name is and then you know they start uh sweet home Alabama comes on and they just kind of <laughs> right. start freestyling over sweet home yeah, Alabama yeah, like yeah, yeah, some yeah. shit like that right this is like kind of seems like yeah, this is just like kind of what we do, like in in our spare time type of shit. That would have been dope. Yeah, I, th- I, th-
0: you know, that's that's the only way I think this could actually have been a classic. I'm sure plenty of people think that this is a classic. Yeah. I know people who think that, you know, he's only got one or two bad albums, and everything he puts out is great. Yeah, crazy. I don't know how y'all can listen to this routinely. Like that's the other thing too. You know, a lot of the good music that came out yeah. around this time, like I listened to it all of the time, and I just right. uh, digested this. I don't know how human ears are capable of listening to this album on a repeated basis in order yeah. to digest it. I don't know how it's physically possible. <laughs> this album also made me hate teenagers. Because like I, 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 like I listened to it again and
1: I was just like, yo, like it, it took me back to a time period where everybody was angsty like this. And I'm just like, yeah. yo, like, dog, the world, it's not this. Like, like oh, yeah. woe is me. Everything sucks. Everybody hates me. My mom's doing You know what I mean? Like <laughs> these themes, I just can't rock with at all. So I think also no. that made trying to listen to this as an adult a lot more difficult. Yeah, I don't exactly. understand how adults listen to this when it came out like grown-ass men were like i'm not sure they did did they
0: i I think so i don't know how they (laughs) were able to make that happen like
1: i don't want to hear about somebody stapling their nuts to a stack of stack of papers or their teacher or all this other stuff like it's like i don't care about any of this
0: yeah i I didn't like it then I, i don't like it now and i'm probably never gonna listen to this album again and i'm very happy with that decision.
1: Yo, but it's interesting to consider the fact that this guy was, what, 26, 27 years old when this came out, and he was rapping about his teacher and, like, getting stuffed in lockers and things like that. That's
0: that's that's kind of interesting. I think he had to because I think he knew that's what his audience was going to be. I mean, look, I think the best way, the easiest way for a new artist, a breakthrough artist to gain a following immediately is to target the high school audience. Uh, high school and early, and long college. Do you think he realized that? Yes. He, you think that was intentional? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yo, I
1: think D- Dr. Dre told him so. But M has M always rapped about this kind of shit. Like in his well, freestyle,
0: like his wake up show freestyles, Future Flavors, all that. Like he was rapping about this shit. Yeah, maybe. Right. Well, look, I've got, I've got nothing else to add. So, do you have any closing thoughts?
1: My, my closing thoughts are like yo, we need to stop elevating this shit and just like, just recognize it for what it is man like you know eminem is a great MC. um you know he was one of my favorites at this period of time but like most of these albums are not good most of his music is not good like it's It's just not not, it's hard to listen to it is i hope that i'm not the same way when i discuss michael jordan (laughs) but i think like some people are just like Yo, Eminem is great, so everything that he ever did is great, and we just have to put this light on him where we can't think critically about his material.
0: Well, neither one of us are that dude. We think critically, <laughs> at least try to, about everything. So right, right. Try to. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, I think that's going to wrap it up for me. You got any closing thoughts? That's or it. That it, yo. Uh, hopefully,
1: y'all enjoyed this episode. Hopefully, the audio and everything is all positive. Assuming yeah. it is, we look forward to giving you a lot more good shit. 1999 is the year of ruckus, and so we yeah. have a lot of great albums that we love and adore that we would like to present to y'all this year. So stay tuned. Peace. Peace.
2: Who came through with two blocks to terrorize your world? Huh? Told you how to slap bits and murder your girl. Gave you all the finger, and told you to sit in this world. So the billion tapes still scream, fuck the world. So come and kill me while my name's hot. Me 25 times in the same spot. Ow! Think I got a generation brainwashed The pop pills and smoke pot till they brains rot. Stop their blood flow till they veins clot. I need a pain shot and a shot of plain scotch. The purple haze and ash, the drops. Spike the punch at the party and drain pop. Shake my armpits and more a tank top. Bad boys, I told you that I can't stop. Gotta make them fear you for you make them feel you. So everybody, buy my shit around, I'm coming to kill I got kill mushrooms, you. I got acid, I got. And nice.